Jim Clouk on the Beach Money Podcast. I hope you're having a beach money day. Whatever beach money means to you, it might mean maybe you are on the beach. Maybe you work for yourself. Maybe you're a small business owner. Maybe you actually are a W-2 employee and you work for someone, but you still found some beach money in your life. Beyond Win is joining me today. We're going to talk about his beach money. Beyond, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me. It is great to have you here. I've got to ask right off the bat your name. I love your name. It's memorable. It stands Thank out. You. It's pretty easy. Beyond, it's a word we all know. Where did Beyond come from? Well, about 15, about 15, 20 years ago, I decided that I wanted a name that symbolized something, not just a, a name. I wanted a name that symbolized something, that stood for something. Mm -hmm. And so uh, around that time, I started thinking about my view my view of the world, my experiences up to that point. And my my birth name was Brian. And so my view up to that point, it didn't fit with Brian. That didn't really symbolize anything. So beyond, I chose beyond because most people, when they first when they first meet me, they have no clue of, you know, uh where I am mentally. And they always, you know, judge a, a book by its cover. I remember going to the bank early on and people they would perceive me one way and then we have a conversation they're like wow so beyond is out of sight of and i felt that was a perfect uh fit for for me and it symbolized uh you know my view uh, of the world and something to, to to keep me to continue to to grow sure so it's very motivational for yourself and it's very different for other people which means you stand out would you consider it your brand Yes, I would. Yeah. So you are big in real estate. And you help other people, including yourself, and you're also a motivational speaker. So I'm guessing that you learned a lot in real estate through flipping, holding, cash flow, and many other things that we see in real estate. But then you probably got this bug in you saying, hey, you know what? I can help other people with that. Did I get it right? You did. All right. So how do you help other people with teaching them? Uh, how to obtain a property, how to either hold it and get that cash flow, have that tenant, if you will, pay down that mortgage or flipping, which is better, which is worse. Talk a little bit about it. So so the first thing, I, I, I specialize in Cleveland, Ohio. I only focus on one market. Um, when you speak with a lot of uh, people that teach real estate, they, they, they teach, they say that they're experts in all 50 states. Uh, that's not my thing. I think that it's hard for me to really give people the, the tools, the resources that they need to be successful if I'm focusing on 50 states. So I focus on, you know, Cuyahoga County. I understand the strategies that work in every zip code here in Cuyahoga County. So I, I think that I'm um, I'm better equipped to focus and be, and be the expert in this market. So uh, when, when individuals interested in getting real estate, it's specifically Cleveland because it's one of the hottest markets in the country people are coming from all over the country all over the world to invest in cleveland ohio because of the the low cost of entry the price points of the property here and the strong rental market so when when i connect with with people that want to learn the market uh you know i go over the different strategies and then we 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 pick the strategy that fits best with where they are right now and what they what their goals are as it pertains to real estate. So some people interested in wholesaling, some people interest 
and buying turnkey properties where they don't have to do anything. So if it's a person that works a full-time job, I recommend that they buy a turnkey property, a property that's already fully rehabbed, tenants in place under professional property management. So they don't have to do anything and they can sit back and collect beach money. Everything is already done already. So that would be truly beach money. A lot of people like to invest in real estate. And I've read a number of times and heard a number of times that most millionaires in the United States have made their money through real estate. My son, he's young. He's only 22. He's graduated from college soon. And he says, Dad, I want to get into real estate. And I'm like, I can't think of anything better. So mm. he's going to start off small. And as you know, beyond, it really can compound. Explain to people who invest either at a distance, like you had just mentioned, someone might have a job as a W-2 employee and just want a turnkey property, or the other people who really want to get their hands dirty. Explain to them the value of purchasing properties and then another one, then, mating, then maybe upgrading and trading one for another, boom, 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 what that can do over a decade or two. Um, first of all, I think that real estate is too good to be true. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I just say that because just like you said, you could purchase you could purchase one property, you, you, you get a great deal, that's cash flowing, and then you can leverage that property to purchase another property and you just keep repeating the same process and what happens as as you continue to add properties your cash flow increase and your equity uh increases let's say you start out with one property say it's positive cash flow just take five hundred dollars positive cash flow five hundred dollars you add another one you got positive cash flow a thousand dollars you add a four unit now you just you you quadruple the, the the 500 so the four unit bringing you in in 2000 and then you just keep repeating the process and you you become stronger in cash flow and equity yeah you've got all these assets and the government allows all kinds of things with real estate there are huge tax advantages you can do exchanges which is a little more in depth. Most people don't do that when they own a primary residence. They're like, oh, great. I made 50 grand on my primary residence. Maybe, maybe not. Right. When you're talking, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, because mm -hmm. people forget to put in the taxes and all the maintenance and so forth. But in an investment property, you really have to treat that as a business. And you can really, like you said, you can earn $500 a month in cash flow. And what that means, everybody, that means after all expenses, you're, you're cash flowing $500. That's $500 you can take home as your salary, if you will. And if you have multiple, that's great. But the real big thing is, is most properties over time appreciate and the mortgage, which often we highly leverage, I hate to use the word highly, but we'll leverage these properties because most people aren't walk, walking around with millions of dollars to put into them. So, you know, you're in a relationship with a bank, but over time, those mortgages get paid down and the equity goes up. So your net worth goes up. Did I get that right? Correct. Correct. And also um, what what I advise is you, you buy a couple turnkey properties, buy a couple turnkey properties, leverage the bank, and then you do a fix and flip. You start to rotate fix and flips, and then you take a large percentage of the money that you make from the fix and flips, and you start paying off the first property that you got the, the debt on. And then you continue to repeat that process, and you pay off the second one. 
and then you pay off the third one. So you don't have to, so you get to a point where you don't have to worry about the debt and you got the properties free and clear. Which gives you a lot of leverage because when you have free and clear property as a business owner, that might make you a bit anxious because you're like, wait a second, I'm sitting on could be millions of dollars worth of equity. And that's not necessarily making me any money today, but cash flow. So sometimes you'll do an exchange, right? Right. Which means you can move up in a property and you don't pay taxes. Can you explain the tax advantages? So I've never done a 1031 exchange, um, but I know some investors, they use the 1031 exchange to not necessarily don't pay no taxes, but you just defer, you defer the taxes. Exactly. And there are also a lot of tax advantages to owning real estate. And the government does that on purpose. It's good for the economy. I don't think a lot of people understand that, though. Can you talk about some of the everyday advantages to owning real estate versus other investments? I think that the, the government basically gives gives us a, like rewards investors for doing something that they're not interested in doing. Right. So when you when you when you first of all, when you take a, a, a property that's not performing, that's that, you know, the property is vacant, it's not creating any tax dollars for the city. And so you basically investors do the city a favor when you take, you know, the, the worst property on the street and you get it to producing tax dollars, which helps the whole economy. So you kind of reward it for being an investor and then having properties. In, in certain areas where you're providing roofs for low income, that's another thing that the government, you know, gives us a reward for because the government don't want to do it. So it's a huge advantage to provide low income housing. Yeah, the government doesn't want to have its people living on the street. So one right. really neat thing about real estate is there's always a need for it. And most people aren't professional in it, meaning most people pay a landlord or they will pay the bank in a mortgage. Some people will pay cash for a home. Most don't. And mm -hmm. they need to live somewhere. There needs to be a roof over their head. Otherwise, they're homeless. And most Americans are living in some type of home. And lately, over the past decade, for sure, there have been more and more people wanting to rent versus own. And I can make an argument both ways, Beyond. I could say it makes sense to own a house as an individual, or I could right. say it makes sense to rent an apartment or a home. And I've done both, and I've had to explain to people why it's good to rent. So there are a lot of people today, especially younger generations versus older ones, that are like, you know what, I don't want to buy or I don't want to buy yet. And these people have an income and they will rent a nice place. Do you find that in Cleveland? Yes. Yes. So I think it go ahead. So that's something people have to understand. A lot of people think that renting isn't what we should be doing as an American. It's 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 you know, the American dream is owning the house with the white picket fence. I'll let you know, most people, you don't own a house. The bank owns the house. Right. <laughs> Almost always. And even if you own the house, you are only one missed payment away of losing that house to the tax collector or an HOA right. or another lien holder. So we really don't own anything. We're here on earth for a while, then we die and everything goes to someone else. So whether you actually are leasing a property from the landlord or leasing it from the bank, it is what it is. But 
understand this. There are a lot of good people who want to live in nice homes, but that's not where most of the rentals are. Most of the rentals are on a lower income level, meaning not a very high one. And would you say that's where most of your business is at a certain price point and down? Yes, that's correct. So what's your sweet spot? My sweet spot, I like the inner cities. And I like the, the, the inner city, you know, close to downtown because the, the expenses are cheaper. That means it's going to cash flow a lot more than they were cash flow in the suburbs because in, in the suburbs, the taxes are higher, the expenses are higher. So I like to have a mixed portfolio, just like a, a, a mutual fund. You kind of benefit from mm -hmm. the best of both worlds. And in the, in the suburbs, you know, the uh, property values go up faster than they do in the inner city. So I would say have a, a mixture just like a mutual fund. Are you the property manager or do you use property managers to help you with this process? Because it's, it, it sounds really fun and interesting, but we don't necessarily want to be plunging toilets and having to beat down the door for rent. I mean, there's, there's a, there's a side of that business that mm -hmm. can be a little bit tough. How do you manage it? I have a property management company that does that. I, when I first started out, I tried to do that, and I, I quickly realized that wasn't my strong point. Mm -hmm. So it's better to be the investor, be the guy who's pushing it forward, and then let the experts in their field manage the properties because that's what they do. Would you recommend that to just about anyone who's getting into it, or would you suggest that they do what you did and kind of understand what they need to get rid of? I would say if, if you plan to... Because I hear this word a lot, uh, legacy and generational wealth. If you plan to get in real estate for that purpose to, to build something huge, I would say start out with the end in mind. So I would have, hire a property management company right from the start. That way I don't have to focus on property management. I don't have to put systems in place for that. I can focus on my strength and I can let my team, you know, property management, you know, focus on their strengths. This program is all about beach money. Uh, real estate in this form is definitely a form of beach money. And Beyond can help you. Beyondwind.com is Beyond's website. We're going to put that information in the show notes so you'll be able to reach him. When people reach out to you, Beyond, what can they expect and how can you help them? And if someone does reach out to you from outside the greater Cleveland area, are you still able to help them with something? Yes. Um, when people reach out to me, they can expect somebody that's that's knowledgeable. Like I said, 20 plus years uh, in, in real estate. I've done hundreds of fix and flips. I've done hundreds of wholesale deals. I've done hundreds. So hundreds of turnkey properties to out of state and out of country investors. So I have real hands on uh, experience and knowledge that I'm always open to share. Like my business is built on relationships. So I look to inform people even if we don't do business i look to give people the the insight so they can make an informed decision on whether real estate is a great fit for them or not and it may not be for everybody what were you doing before real estate before real estate i was drug trafficking okay so that's an interesting story can you share yeah. anything about that i find that fascinating <laughs> yeah so um so I grew up in the inner city, Cleveland. Um, at I was abused at home, single parent home, 
Uh, so around 14 years old, uh, 13 and a half, 14, I went to the streets, uh, wasn't getting love at home. So I looked for love in the streets, uh, joined gangs and start participating in, you know, drug activities. At uh, the same year, 14, I went to the detention home, um, 14 years old, detention home for, for a year. Uh, got out of the detention home, figured I could do the same thing and be be smarter. Uh, went to state prison after that at, at 18 years old. Um, and then, you know, after state prison, I kind of, you know, uh, felt like it was time for me to do something different because the street, the things that I was doing really didn't line up with my heart and, you know, what I wanted for my community. Uh, when I looked at the community, uh, you know, I had all these complaints about it, but I, I, I hadn't looked in the mirror and, and took, um, and held myself accountable for being part of the problem in the community. So I wanted to change that. So that's when I gave up the street life and I went to, real estate, because as a kid, I used to work with my grandfather and uncles, you know, doing, you know, painting houses, doing carpentry. And I hated it at the time. But, you know, I um, so I got back into real estate, got a mentor and um, I've been in real estate ever since. Well, that's a great story. That's a big step. Um, yeah. so, so many people don't get out of a system like that. Right. They. Right. They're in it. And I can't I can't understand how how you had the foresight to to get out which is great mm -hmm. um and so now you're in in a business where most people who haven't done anything you know get a job first right they get a job uh understandably it might have been a little m more difficult for you to get a job at the time right after having been incarcerated i understand that so, you know, maybe for you, the best thing was to go into business for yourself. And it's it's really an interesting story. And I, I wasn't even mm. expecting this. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it it goes to show. In America, you can come from anywhere and pretty much do anything. Are you just getting started in this now in real estate? Like, I mean, is this like the beginning for you as far as growth? I think that I always say that I'm just I'm just getting started, although I bought my first property, you know, 20 years ago. Uh, but I always feel like it's, I'm just getting started. Um, it's, yeah, it has a new feel, you know, all of the time, like even like this interview. And you asked me, what was I doing before before real estate? And I could see that you're like, oh, wow. So it's um, but, you know, I, I, I'm in love with the journey. Yeah. Um... You've made some great strides. Um, I'm sure you prefer to be on this side than the other side, but absolutely, it it seems you didn't have much of a choice. We end up being products of our environment, but now you're in a great environment. And you're able to help others, which is which is fantastic. Like I said, I I love real estate. Everyone needs a place to live. The government allows this to be relatively easy, and just about anybody can plug into this. Like you said, if they have a job and they just want to invest in it, there's turnkey opportunities. Right. If they want this to be their career and they actually want to knock on the door, collect the rent and plunge the toilet, they can do that too. Or they can also get a management company to manage for the properties as well, which is probably the best way to go if you're going to be serious about it. But I know a lot of people who have 
one, two, three, four, five, six properties. And they're the ones going out on the weekends, plunging the toilets. And I'm like, I don't know about that, but I, I think they may like that. Do you know people who do that? I do. I know people that do that. And what do you think of that? I mean, is, is that something you would ever really recommend? I know earlier you said it's best if you want to make this a legacy for your family, it's best to have property management. But yeah. suppose people just like to do this kind of as a hobby too, right? Because some people want to get their hands dirty. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I, I would recommend you, it. Huh? No, I think that just like in sports, uh, teams win championships, individuals play the game. So if you want to win a championship in real estate, build a team. Yeah, I agree. And I'm sure you have a team of realtors you work with and other people who have their eyes out uh, you know, for you, for properties. And I'm sure you yes. also have uh, a team of contractors who can help you as mm -hmm. well to get a property ready. And you, you have people in insurance. And of course, um, you have people in the finance area. So uh, you you have quite a team, I'm sure. And when we get you back on the program, we'll talk more about that. Beyond Win, I really appreciate your time today. And thank you so much for joining me on the Beach Money Podcast. Thank you for having me. And like I said, everybody, Beyond's information is located in the show notes. One click away, you can reach him.